0: Can we fucking talk about this movie so we can go home? No, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to hook Justin here. I don't want him
1: to leave. It's been
0: he's been left for five years. I it's been a minute. He
1: knows the drill. (laughs) Hey, can you try and figure out what episode was the last one he was on? Oh wow! Before he started spreading rumors that we kicked him off the fucking podcast,
2: (laughs) I was definitely (laughs) kicked off the podcast. No, I like those rumors.
1: (laughs) (laughs) makes us sound uh,
2: hard, I'm, I'm here in person with you in a room saying yeah. I was kicked off the podcast. All right.
1: All right. Let's just set it straight. Clark did get a restraining order. He didn't want to get curbs. <laughs> and <thong>. then Russell <laughs> begged for me back right. for today. I was like,
2: God. Because unlike those bands we were
0: talking about earlier, we can get back
2: together. It's okay. <laughs> Getting the boys back
0: together. Well, the, the truth of the matter is, is that you, know, you ha- have been and always will be Nilo's protector. <laughs> and I when i protector? and when i had to let him go you you took umbrage to that oh. and deeply scented resentment it really got my goat when they got that. your goat <laughs> and uh, my goat is goat. not one to be got to. hey uh
1: <laughs> another weird thing uh we hung out with nilo recently hell yeah you did were you there no
0: okay he <laughs> came he came to the movie theater which He'd, one uh, Daily City. Daily City. It was that 20- 20. What, what, what the hell do we watch? You, you don't go to Tam Frame anymore, dude. Oh,
1: that's it true. Nope. It was nope. Oh, nope. He came out for nope. Uh, do you want to know what Nilo? I know this is very interesting all these people who have been around for all 372 episodes of the show.
2: Oh, what's our sports guy today? I- <laughs> dude, he, uh, <laughs> he's been doing golf now. That's his pastime. And golf is like meth with uh, like mushrooms so, mixed no. in or something. So or? he
1: he texted me a couple of days ago because he wants to work on like a short film and I'm like you got to you got to write something. There has to be something. I and love we'll that you started together. with that. You have to write something. No, well because he had nothing. And he was like, "Dude, let's make a meeting and we'll hang out and like we'll get people." And I'm like, "We can't get people on board unless there's something. Yeah. Like we have to have something to build from." Yeah. And uh he was like, "Okay, well, I'm in the middle of the 40-hole uh, challenge, so I'll hit you up after that. And I'm like, wow, dude, that's a lot of girls. And he said, oh. no, no, it's a golf thing. And I went, wow, dude, your humor is uh, no, not Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> no, no, uh, it's, uh, it's, it. it's, it's, uh, it's a golf thing. It's a golf thing.
1: I'm like, okay. Dude. Is it video game golf? Or? No, no, he's going out. Like, like real golf. He's got a belt and a polo shirt tucked Whoa. into it. Yeah. No. He's all in. Ponytail. What? Ponytail. <laughs> He's doing good. Yeah. He, seemed, he seemed a lot healthier.
2: He's probably playing with all the retired vigilantes that used to be around. And now they play oh, golf the together. All the vigilantes. Wow. You, just, you
1: see him one time uh, and right below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> just right he the I'm here for nostalgia. Actually, you know what he told me? I yeah. haven't thought about the vigilantes. Oh, gee. Yeah. I'll never forget. <laughs> they <laughs> haunt my basement. You Never guys. forget the vigilantes. Oh. Uh, he told me, actually, uh, I go there alone. And he's like, you know, you got to get paired up in golf, which honestly, I didn't know. It seems dumb to not know that now. But he, he was like, I get paired up with a lot of white techie dudes. He's oh. like, they all got money. So maybe we could get funding. I'm
2: like, okay, I love it. I mean, I think this movie's writing itself
1: right I, now. I know there's there's a movie there, but it's not the time travel movie he was writing. Didn't you guys just do a short movie or something? Oh, God, at 48 hour, we did. You want to watch it? Oh, yeah, I do. 48-hour is really about having a uh, sleepover with your friends. That's what it's about. Nice. Except it doesn't really work when everybody's working at different times and you're trying to do like a collaborative effort. Yeah, adulting's rough, man. Yeah, I'll show it to you. You
0: haven't even offered to show it to me. What's that about?
1: Uh, That offer is still not on the table. (laughs) I know. Why? When you go to bed, we'll watch it. What's that about? I don't know. I just like to keep you in the dark. I think you're ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No shame. You know, here's the thing. If Everybody kind of had an attitude of like, hey, this is going to be a fun party thing. And that was a warning sign to me that people weren't going to like try. And I'm like, dude, I kind of want to try. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck that party bullshit. Honestly, it's a goddamn work. It's good. It's good training wheels. And I feel like I would be better equipped to now do something. Mm,
0: Fuck that hangout. Which is really why we brought Justin over. Yeah. (laughs) With his script. Here it is. And also to talk about (laughs) Barbarian. How far are we in? We finally mentioned the name of the movie we're supposed to... Oh, I actually, I stopped recording when you asked earlier. So. Idiot. God, Grand Randy, it. Randy, come <laughs> back.
1: Grand. We need you. Honestly, even with all the shit that's probably going to get cut out, we're only 30 minutes in. All right.
0: Now, Mr. Justin Coop. Yes, sir. You... do? You, I, I know you keep up with new releases, but I feel like... You know, you're you're out there in the world, you're raising two children True. to try to be stewards of the universe, mm-hmm. okay? And you're a parent. I am. And you're a husband. And you're an employee, and you're a citizen of the United States of America. And so, you're hot. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so I'm what I'm fire. saying is, Justin, your plate's full. You don't have a lot of bandwidth to go out there. <laughs> I do not. To the theater. So you got you to gotta get stuff second wave, right? Yeah. For the on, most part. On the yeah. VOD. You know, just like we spent the first 15 minutes uh-huh. of the show talking about Candyman, because you just saw Candyman. This is true. Yes. You want to know, okay, okay, so this is how old I am.
2: It's not VOD. <laughs> it is uh for someone who can't who can just cannot let go of the uh, uh, rentals. I go to a little thing called the Red Box. You guys might have heard of this, and they sell their used copies of movies. Yep. So where can a guy like me go to just buy or watch these movies for roughly anywhere between 2 to four ninety nine. No joke on Blu-ray or DVD, depending on what you want to do. I think they even sell 4K or whatever it is now. The oh, old, damn. The really? Ultra. Yeah. For really cheap, like five bucks, whatever. Uh, this is what I do. I go to the machine. and I'm like, cool. Didn't see Halloween kills. I'll take it. $2.99. Didn't see Candyman. 2 dollars I have a stack of probably 40 plus movies that are fairly recent. And this is how I catch up by I've, buying them. I've never heard anything more that makes sense in my life. Yeah, uh, I make bootleg you, covers at work, by the way. I know for these I cases. I
0: know you. just, yes, everything is aligning right now, <laughs> and we're gonna see it. You, you know, on on a corner in Mission Street, laying out your blanket with all the bootlegs you got out there. But w- what I'm getting at is it that you know rough. you've got to you you don't go to the theater much so for no, you to to go out to something. a new uh, you know, this is a blockbuster uh this is a very big horror movie yeah and like we had talked about on tuesday uh russell and myself it's outside of the prestigious a24 banner thank god for that so i i'm just glad that we've got a nice little you know late summer horror blockbuster thing that people are excited about if people are excited about something that's not you know lord of the rings or you know bullshit then i get excited all right because i don't care about the fantasy stuff but if people are excited weird i'm generally excited because the movie was called barbarian dude (laughs) yes i know thank you so much
2: (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) the Hill you a dial weren't you worried there might be a sword or a loincloth but also, Zach Krager. So are you a fan of the Whitest Kids You Know? Was that a group that was on your radar? Absolutely not. Same. Yeah. Same. And, and I've honestly, seen it and it just didn't do anything. Like for me so at all. much so to where I I don't know anything that they've ever done outside of Miss March, which is oh, the dude. movie. And I only know that because I worked in the in the I worked in the industry.
2: Hey, dig this. Had I known, I might have avoided seeing the movie.
1: You know what? I I kind of I feel that way too.
0: I feel like we ran in different comedy crowds yeah. than what was happening at the White Kids. What Year is Herb.
1: that crowd, though? Uh, bros, is it like PC? Like I don't, I don't get it. Like how is there a different? It, what was the one on Nickelodeon? The one all skit that. show. It oh, was like that?
2: it was like all that for like early
1: 20s people oh what do you mean because i all that was like it was was childish it was childish bullshit yeah Yeah, but 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 i was was a child
0: and i loved it that's what i'm saying (laughs) mad tv was for children look let me tell you something i will always have a a soft spot in my heart for kenan thompson oh me too but you know all that still like 19 all that felt like
1: (laughs) in living color but for me at the right age for me 'Cause I used to watch In Living Color, but too. I, it didn't like connect fully with it. I thought it was hilarious. It's so funny. But like watching it now, I'm like, oh I didn't understand but any I, of these. I jokes. knew who
2: the Smothers brothers were, so to see the brothers oh, brothers,
1: yeah. I mean Yeah. You know Well, I mean li- I mean literally they're they're taking it. Yeah But like even the, the fusion of like hip-hop culture and yeah. like i thought i okay what i'm saying is i'm offended that you're like it's like all that because the whitest kids you know man i just didn't get it okay i, I don't
0: get it now i know where russell and i are lined in here so i'm interested in your viewpoint okay backed into a corner right. you gotta choose saturday night live mad tv oh saturday night live is easy that's an easy one for
1: me we're Mad TV. Yeah, I would do Mad TV. Well, that's because you both suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, what so, I think you know, dumb I, people align. Well, I like Bobby Lee. I like Artie Lang. I like Artie Lange. I like we kind love of Artie. in a. I like imperfect shit, and Mad TV felt like almost like indie. Like they could get away. Like it would be edgier, but also they would take risks that were just fucking terrible. It also was a little skeevier. Well, SNL just
0: felt kind of like yeah, mass produced. Yes. to me. And also like SNL now, I don't I don't know what they're doing over there. I, I don't know what I don't know what's it. happening. Yeah, I have no idea
1: either.
2: I mean I guess you'd have to put I mean SNL that's that's kinda of broad too, right? Because uh the other show had a run,
1: right? Oh yeah, it ended. So
2: it's a staple in time. Well Saturday Night Live has all this shit, and I immediately jumped into the like well, Chris Farley in my mind of yeah, this fat guy who just jumped through a table for no reason and be like in tears. As pick a child. and choose, yeah, yeah that, that's era. a tough one. It's kind of unfair. Let's go. Okay, do you guys know what House of Buggin is? <laughs> oh no, Ben Stiller show. You know what Ben Stiller show. The Ben Stiller show. Yeah. Okay, so that was one lasted what two seasons? I would pick that. Okay, there you go.
0: that's that's more. That's well, more also amazing. the creative team behind the. The Ben Stiller show was outrageous. There's genius. Well, yeah. are, are we just talking sketch comedy? Now? I think so. <laughs> because
1: I think I might go Tim and Eric. Kind of like Barbarian. Like, I, <laughs> I, no, no, we could bring it back. No, but I just I just feel
0: like look, you know, it, it's always going to be you know the bell cow is Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I'm just saying that Mad TV deserves its its credit here, and also definitely. um, in living color. Well, there's a relationship there, and I think a show like Mad
1: TV will be around forever. Or I'm sorry, SNL will be, and you know SNL they, is trash but now. I, it, my thing is, I think they kind of feed off of like a Mad TV, where they see what they're doing and what works. Well, come on over to their show, and they'll they'll take it. And I think that's just how studio and indie has always been. That's the relationship. Like, you see uh, Babadook come out, and it's like, oh, we could do something like that now. Like, you've been given the green light. Like, if we were going to pitch to Universal, we would show them Babadook numbers and be like, now we can make an introspective movie about the horrors of being a parent. Yeah. Right? So I think, like, they'll always cannibalize the better shit. I'm just
0: sick of the institution of Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah, I get it. I told, and also just down with the
0: anarchy. Baby. We
1: don't get to hang out like we used to. Uh uh-huh. I've I'm completely into comedy now. Which oh, is one yeah, yeah cuz you remember I was like I didn't get it. Yeah, we host open mics here on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I Oh dude, I'll tell you. I'm at a point in my life where it's like I would do an open mic. I think Would, I would. you? I think I would be terrible at it, but uh, I would do it just to say I did. I'm okay See, right now. I would not go and support you. <laughs> yeah, but you don't leave the house to support yourself. I don't. So do you I want? don't want to if
2: but what if Let it ends up something. like Andy Kaufman style, where like he doesn't really—I
0: <laughs> would tell you right now—I don't know what my life is mapped out. I, I, I truly don't know what tomorrow will bring. What I do know is this: I will do everything in my power to live the rest of my life and never do, never set foot in another open mic in my life. Whoa. Okay. What if you were paid to do stand up? I just—I no.
1: All right. Well, you're just it's no fun. It's dead. You got to be like Spuds McKenzie, dude. So when you're
2: telling me you're <laughs> into comedy, you mean like you, you're an aspiring comedian? No, no, no. Okay, I mean, like, my mind
1: is blown. I was like, wow. No, no. I mean, I'm actually like, I, I've. oh God, I used to not understand it. And I thought it was depressed people who went on stage to kind of live off humiliation or something. And is he wrong, Clark? No. It's, it's, I, I, I I've close. seen a few documentaries
2: that seem to point in this direction uh, for a lot of comedians <laughs> that are kind of depressing to me. And I go, oh.
0: I don't know whether I'm laughing with you I don't or at know. you sometimes. Richard though. Pryor always came across to me as well-balanced.
1: no, <laughs> Or like Robin Williams. Like, totally ignored Yeah, normal yeah here. right? Here's the thing. I, Sam Kins, I understand the craft more. Like, I understand what a Robin Williams is to like, uh, uh, I don't know, a Dan Harmon. Where it's like, you know, like, uh, God, that show Kill Tony that we showed you that one time. Uh-huh. That show kind of showed me the craft in like a new way. Like, just even passing conversations where, like, um, you showed him William Montgomery, right? Yeah. So, like, a comedian like that, like, one of the hosts just mentioned how another person on the panel fucking hated him. Uh-huh. And he, to the audience, was just like, see, this guy is a smart writer. They hate motherfuckers like that who comes out here and his whole bit is about peeing on mermaid eggs. <laughs> and it's totally writing off of charisma and being goofy. Right. He's like, because this dude can't do that. But he's he's sharp with a pen. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, these were things I never like appreciated. Or you know what helped too was Sketchfest and oh, going yeah. to like live readings of like King of the Hill or something. Right, right. Because it's so much different when you pay attention to how well written. Dude, Sketchfest and- is is prime
2: for anyone that wants to see. Like, it, is know. it coming up again? Uh, no, they canceled the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I got refunds for uh, Triumph the Infault Salt comic dog that I oh, got, and. Dude. Um, god i had so many tickets i seriously had spent like 500 dollars on tickets and then they canceled because of the uh, pandemic while the while the rest of the world i seriously think the following week i went and moshed at an idols concert (laughs) with like 300 people and i was the only one wearing my mask so i thought i was pretty safe about it um a billy idols concert
1: tight dude (laughs) yeah right (laughs) No. So, okay, to pivot back, uh, Clark had mentioned how this movie had avoided the, uh, being under the umbrella of A24. And yeah. I was just wondering, what does the A in A24 stand for?
2: Uh, the A stands for asshole. <laughs> uh, I have stickers to prove it, and I really do have these stickers. I've handed them out to a select few. Uh, Brent, if you listen, <laughs> I hope you enjoy your sticker. Because um, I'm not alone in this, but I did offend my neighbor the other day. Uh, Because I said that to them and they said, I enjoy A24 movies. Does that mean I'm an asshole? And I said, I said, three out of four A24 fans are assholes. And there was four of us there. And her husband goes, oh, so that's me, her, and your wife then are assholes. And you're the only cool person in this, in the circle. And I went with it and I said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, you should have been like, no, I'm not a fan. (laughs) It's, you know what? That would have been a better way to come at it. I was like, yeah, three, one, two, three. Yeah, no, I'm the cool guy in the circle. Fuck you guys. Dude. So
0: so that's how the orgy
2: started. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you got to start it off somehow. Otherwise Awkward. it's all weird. <laughs> you don't want to make it weird, Clark. Come on. Um, yo, but no joke. I mean, God, I feel like I'm going to go down the rabbit hole with all sorts of other stuff now. It's but fine. Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Poster comes out. People automatically start trashing it and the people I'm, I'm looking at their comments and they're all a 24 fans. And so I'm getting trolled in uh, now and again on these comments and jumping in and saying things like you guys realize that a 24 is putting the movie out, but there is a writer director. There are other people involved in these films. A24 is not the film. It's not the thing. You know, they don't have to do one thing and doesn't have to be just for you, which is why I switched over from a 24 sucking to a 24 fans being like the real, the real bastards in the community. Um, again, coining terms like elevated genre and bullshit like that. But for them to start shredding a movie because a poster comes out that doesn't align with the level of intelligence that their glorious a 24 has to uphold really got me. It
0: got my goat, somebody would <laughs> saying <insane. laughs> This is why you got to watch the new stream, man. Because also, they, also, I bought can, it at Redbox for 2, okay. $2. Okay. dollars Also, One. you need to take better security of your goats. <laughs> Too many people are getting your goats. They're <laughs> running off with them left and right. <laughs> you got to strengthen that fence over there. No,
1: but, you know, um, first, I'm just, I'm glad that we're here and you're talking to us because I've been dying for this kind of shit and we we bring you up all the time on the show. Oh, thanks. Mostly about your hate of A24. Fuck yeah. Which I don't, I think I would get pegged as somebody who hates them too. I, I knew you'd get pegged. No, I, I, God God I mean, if you. Oksana got ballsy enough, I'd give it a try. Would you? This is working on so many levels.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think you're exit I, only back there, I think dude. it would be a game of chicken and she would lose. Am I? Oksana, would you fuck him in the ass with a dildo? If I was down for it. She hasn't said no. I no, no, here, here. I won't, I won't <laughs> let say let no. Let
1: me, let me paint the picture. I, I won't it's, uh, say no. It's 48 hours film fest. <laughs> I'm wasted. It. Everybody's fighting. I'm, I'm blacked out at this point. And I'm just like looking for a, a direction to take my life. And I pitch that to you. And you're just like, sure. Well,
0: I mean, who listens to a blacked out person? A, I mean, if you were sober.
1: I'm not hearing a no or a yes i
0: mean
1: i'm open to it okay <laughs> i always feel like if
2: you
0: don't hear no well, at this point is. i'm looking for consent
1: yeah <laughs> well i mean you know i may say yes in the moment but also randy issue a uh,
0: trigger warning at the beginning <laughs> uh, yeah, something probably. about uh, why it's inclusive buddy I mean, F- orgies work. pegging were that is all? true but i did set the table with the you orgy. Did. Yeah. so, yeah. so it's your thank fault. you hey yeah. per- no 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 i'm saying that we did our due diligence
1: no and uh, we set the table what the hell were we talking about barbarian i can only a- director a- zach craig i can only imagine about what i'm going to do tonight now that's
2: it been put on midsummer the being one of the weakest <laughs> movies ever made no no no. thank
1: you you know it sucks dude, dude. it's a terrible film hey, here's the it thing it stinks again and the, my, my appreciation of comedy uh I've learned that there's a value to being a part of, like, bigger conversations. Like, hey, go watch the new Spider-Man movie, because, you know, you might want to make a joke about it. Or even if you're, like, a roast comic, you might want to use it against somebody, and everybody will get it. Because you want your crowd to be in on the joke. Yeah. Midsomar comes up all the fucking time. Really? And when I hear that, I'm like, wow, that movie really made an impact. Which kind of bums me out. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I mean,
2: when the automatic response to me telling someone I, don't, I didn't really like it, or it wasn't for me, or I wasn't the demographic is, oh, you just didn't get it. <laughs> that's an A24 asshole. Well, that's true too. You, you just probably didn't did. get it. <laughs> did I ever, I mean, I'm sure I spoke about it on, on the podcast before for some reason. Otherwise I'd just been ranting about it to myself in the mirror. Um, but people told me, and this happened between three different people, three people that didn't even know each other, said I didn't have enough understanding of shroom culture. Oh, to understand Midsomar. and i responded oh. with the uh, if i have to take shrooms to like a movie guess what it's probably not that good well okay
1: if they're talking about like hippiedom or like trying to be like enlightened or they're they're doing some stone ape theory shit you wouldn't have to be on shrooms to get it you just have to... But I honestly, I've seen the movie. I didn't make that connection. I, I didn't. And I when I was a kid, I did shrooms. I
2: felt... So, I mean, I, I got some points, right? I mean, I did the whole I thing. I uh, But when I watched it, I didn't think to myself, oh, I understand. I thought... The uh,
1: shrooms. <laughs> I thought there was derivative cinematography lifted from Kubrick. I thought there was uh, some weird, like, oh, Scandinavian people are weird. <laughs> like, I'm like, there's not much to get there.
2: Dude, I don't know... Then the whole folk here, uh, or folk genre, folk horror genre things are becoming a thing. And I'm like, don't do this. Please (laughs) don't do this. It's a horror movie. And yes, these types of movies exist within the genre, but you don't have to all group them to the side and tie them up in a nice bow because they don't need to be that way. Like your experience can be different with these things that exist. And if you are going to lump them together, if you're trying to throw Midsommar in with the, you know, the heavy hitters like Wicker man, mm-hmm. uh, that's a losing battle for me because I never saw anyone involved with the Midsommar film. Give any credit to any of those other films that came before it, that were within like a very similar vibe or experience. And, uh, that was another part of me being like, "Nope, f you."
1: Uh, I'm sure Ari Aster had to be like, "Oh, Wickerman, right? Isn't that part of the doing? The A and Aster is for asshole. Oh, okay, oh, so. so what team are you on? Aster eggs, dude. Eggs. Okay, me. Too.
0: Eggs all the way. Even though I didn't do the Northman.
1: Well, okay. Now again, we're talking about A24, and when you mentioned bodies, again, I did. I did tell everybody that you went to the the premiere. You had an A24 seat and you were in there with everyone. I did. But I also said that you, again, in the true contrarian nature, were a defender of the movie. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I think if bodies came out not under the A24 moniker, I would have been more upset. Instead, I came into that movie kind of expecting some funny like intellectual business going on. So when the movie turned out not to be a gory slasher film, yeah. I I knew. I, I came in just because of A24. I'm like, okay, yeah, I thought so. Where if it, I think if I'd come in and it wasn't A24, I'd be yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Like, you, you gypped me. But oh, we don't say that. I, I, we do here. We're living on the edge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we give no love to the gypsies or the peg. Oh, my
2: oh, goodness. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah we're, we're regular bull rats over here. Yeah, it's, a, it's a practical full core. You with guys don't love, love the gypsy
2: kings? Did a wonderful rendition of Hotel California and The Big Lebowski?
1: yes they did did. that's an
0: excellent rendition it It really is
1: okay you dork okay i'm sorry no more tangents again
0: barbarian by director (gasps) zach crager also
1: oh again zach crager is producing a show called sasquatch that's going to come out on hulu uh, it follows the investigative journalist David Holthouse as he attempts to solve a bizarre 25-year-old triple homicide that was said to be the worth of a mythical creature. That's where he came out. Yeah, it came did? out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. was it any good? I haven't seen it. Okay, well, he was attached to that. It's in my watch list, though. No joke. I think I might have bounced from uh, The Whitest Kid You Know to this and been like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. So maybe I take that. Yeah, back. this came out on
0: 420, dude.
1: But again, oh, oh, oh. not being a Bloomhouse film or an A24 film, I definitely came into this movie not knowing what to expect. I actually came in, the bar was practically on the ground. Uh, I don't watch trailers anymore. Nice. I think I'd seen part of this one. Um, and honestly, I had no idea what type of film it was going to be. I knew nothing, and the title made me think, obviously,
2: that there was going to be some sort of barbarian with, you know, killing people in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe he thaws out of a block of ice or some <laughs> shit like Encino Man and goes on a rampage,
1: you know, I barbarian was, in New York. Huh? I was praying for that.
0: I'm like, please,
1: oh, barbarian dude. locked up in a back now, room. Uh,
0: before we get into it, as uh, we finally clearly are, thank the heavens. <laughs> um, this is a spoiler episode. Oh, okay? really? So we're, we're going in. That's the whole purpose of this thing. All right. So, uh Queen Elizabeth dies at the end. Let's do it. It's really oh, sad. Oh, we talked about Midsommar, and we
1: didn't give a shout out to our favorite assisted suicide director. What? You guys, you don't know? So Clark finally gets it to Barbarian, oh, and you oh. just go ahead and just take a ride back out again. Yeah, you piece of really? shit. Briefly. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're not going to talk about Godard. No, I, who cares? Oh, he did. French. He had a friend. Came. Rest in peace. No, he didn't. Yeah. Pulled the trigger. <laughs> no, he did. Assisted suicide. What? Again, Randy. Oh, I'm sorry cool. you're not here, but again, midsummer. I remember Randy being like, "I'm down with the way they went."
0: Is that is that a French thing to do? I don't Ooh, know. I think uh, that's an American thing, uh, right, my friend? Uh, Let's. Uh, well, if we. If also, one, also, also, where did he find a gun in France? True. That's what I'm saying. Smuggled it in Napoleon's museum. <laughs> he got
1: it out of the Hard Rock Cafe. Yes, it
0: Napoleon's was, museum.
1: <laughs> no, it was Cobain's shotgun. He borrowed it. He Courtney's. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Courtney. Anywho. But I I remember after Midsommar, Randy was like, I'd go out that way with the old people walking off. That makes me so happy. (laughs) Also, I think it's only French if we call it cowardly. Anyway, back to Barbarian. (laughs) Damn. I know. So in the beginning of this film, having not watched the the trailer. Yes. And uh, that first act in this movie. You I, had not watched the trailer? I didn't watch it. Had
0: you seen the trailer? Nothing. I knew Ooh, nothing. Look at you. But I mean, you did skates. watch the trailer, did it? Of course I did. I'm a horny little girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> the poster
2: was the first thing I saw. And the poster was I saw it when I got to the theater and said, oh, this is what we're seeing. And so everything I wanted to know, I looked at the, the poster and said, all right, I get it. What'd you think? I 100% thought someone's going to visit a house or be staying in a house for a weekend. There's more to this house than meets the eye. There's something there, okay. So, in the first act, what did you think it was? Uh, did- I thought it was exactly that. I, I was like, okay, so here she is going to a house, um, getting up to the house, no key. Oh, this is, weird. I mean,
1: I mean, beyond that, like, ghost, or like, did you think that dude was gonna like date rape her or-
2: I thought 100% the white guy, um, w- creepy as he was, Keith Skarsgård. Yep. yeah, Scarsguard, yep. I immediately jumped to, Oh, this guy's bad news. You know, yeah. let's see how he's going to be bad news though. And then I started, because when you're a nerd, you've seen too many things. So, and I know now a little bit more about my ADHD and <laughs> why I'm trying to put it all together and build a Swiss clock. Good. Cause I fucking hate that. It's it. And it can't be a Swiss clock right here on my, wrist. there you go, baby, baby. Cuckoo. All right. <laughs> so. I wish. It'd be tight. <laughs> Cuckoo clock on my wrist. Cuckoo clock wrist, baby. Um, what was I even talking about? So you put the pieces together really fast. And it's not because you're trying to beat anybody out. It's just because it, you, you, you can't hold back through all the experiences you've had. So it's like, I started thinking, he's not alone. This is a, this is a given. Because everything he's going to pull off has to be done with two people. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because that's how it's done in these movies uh yeah i
1: jumped on it i fell for the bait real quick well narratively it's the same reason why we always root for the protagonist it's Mm -hmm. kind of because we're just stuck with them even if they're not a good person right so there's two people and you're like well the it's the fucking obstacle has to come from one of them yeah and it wasn't gonna be her no. I mean even just living in this moment you're like I don't think we're going to get like a a pretty black girl who's going to like murder this dude. I just don't see it going that way. Yeah. But like a lame white guy like murdering her, I'm like okay. But setup that setup was too obvious. I don't know. It was
2: perfect though. Its tone was perfect. That his awkwardness was perfect at any like, point. It was total bait and switch. It was total bait. Okay, for well, me.
0: guys, well, uh, let's talk about why that so is. Ease up on the spoilers. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is that this because it's casting genius. Well, because they know what they're doing here. Because <laughs> everybody knows the people that are going to go see this movie. Okay, the, the majority of those people have seen it. All right, they know I did about not expect you to say it, that. All right. Everybody knows Scar's guard is Pennywise. Look at his little Holy fucked up eye right now. I didn't uh, even make that connection. There's
2: only one Pennywise, <laughs> and his name is Tim Curry. Tim Curry's nearly dead. Bill Segard's a poor man's
1: Pennywise. No, no, Tim Curry is going to die because Justin met him.
0: I met Tim Curry, so oh, that's the kiss I'm of death. Sorry, Look at what you did? Everyone. Look at what you did. God, that's what you just I came know. back from England, didn't you? <laughs> what? I you might. You piece of shit! You killed the queen. <laughs> I went out
2: for her Bicentennial whatever it's called. <laughs> I mean, you killed Prince. I did. Yeah, you've killed everybody. I've killed quite a few. Well, hey, let's book
0: you a trip down to (laughs) (laughs) Mar-a-Lago.
2: Who was the last one? Do you know what's crazy? I found my binder of of autographs the other day because I was framing one, Uh of course. And as I'm flipping through, I'm like, tall man, and then leather face. And it was seriously, one by one, like, oh my God, they're all dead. Anyways, so- How tall is a tall man? Extremely tall. Actually he's negative six feet now. He's like six five, six, six. <laughs> wow. Taller. Seven. At full standing, I want to say he was six something. Mm-hmm. Cause he stood up for the photo and he's well, I'm I'm short, so I guess it doesn't really matter. I know.
0: Well, he was still probably he's still probably pretty lean, oh oh actus. Who? What? What are we talking there, about,
1: dude? There was a uh, episode we did where I kept talking about tall people, and I thought everybody was six two. You remember that it was like a weird thing, <laughs> and they were all like five eleven. Yeah, five, and I'm like, oh god, I'm just short. 6 <laughs> two. Eyes I'm just one. looking I'm up just at everybody.
2: <laughs> no, so, so I didn't know Bill Sicard's in it. One. <laughs> But I know that he's in the show, uh, Castle Rock, and he's really good in that show. And he is also, again, creepy. I think he just does creepy really well. Exa- that's my point. Look at his photo. He looks like a
0: Exactly, That's my point. So that's what I'm saying, is that there's your MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact when, you know, his head was smashed. No, not even there. When we well, enter into act
1: two. What about when she wakes up at night, though, and her door's open? And he's having night terrors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, what's going on? I honestly, by that point, I had no idea what we were doing, and it felt—it almost felt too grounded to be a paranormal thing. Yeah,
2: and I felt like it was—I started to feel like it was dragging at a certain point. Oh, like, can I, we can we get to this shit? Like, where see, are we even I, going with
1: this? I don't know. I I took she gets bait. to go to her her job she went to interview, interview. Yeah, and we're there. Like, I don't want to. But how good was that reveal interview? when she goes out in the neighborhood in the morning? I thought they'd already
2: done that when she got out of the car and there's not one light on in the entire block except for her house. I'm like, this
0: is bad. It felt different. Yeah. I mean, in the daytime, yeah, you needed that contrast. And also, I think we needed to get out of that area for a little bit oh and see the other side i kind of yeah How the other
1: half live it's kind of breaking a horror trope because normally when you go in the haunted house you never come back out exactly and she made the decision and returned even after and returned i will think they even changed the trope of like the old man being like don't go in there as a death curse because that lady was like where are you staying oh yeah like that's a bad part of town. and she was like wouldn't break eye contact and was like i don't think you understand how bad Oh yeah, and she's like, "No, no, it's fine." There's a roommate there, and here's the thing: I bought into their relationship, and I was rooting for them. That was my mistake for the two of them. Yeah, because the I'm like, say in the house? I was like, this movie's too clever. They're oh, romantically, be, yeah, romantically. Oh. and I'm like, I'm into the musician. What was she doing? She was Man, gonna help him like a documentary. You bought yes. that hook, line, and
0: sink. Hey, it would have worked. No, they sold it. Yeah, it would have worked. No, I mean, if, uh, if okay, so we talk about Scarsgaard being a little creep, but you know. He was he's good. He's a handsome fella. And I bought it. I'm like, oh, he's a weird like musician. I totally get that. Yeah, that was cool. And he's like,
1: oh, also, when she mentioned that album or the documentary her yeah. friend made, and he was like, I know that one. I was like, Oh, he's a fucking liar. Yeah, he looked at no up. He saw he's that. got a profile on her or yeah. something. And nope. He
2: starts no, he knew off no. scenes and everything else. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I play know. the spoons
0: in that band. That but right? also, <laughs> you know what, you know what clued me in? It was um and, and and partly, it may just have been you know him just being a great actor, is the wine scene. When he's at the table oh, with that, the wine, yeah, that was sold funny. that very well. You know, it's funny.
1: Uh, it's like he... Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Just before we were recording, we were talking about little interactions, like how you'll talk about a sports team, even though you don't give a fuck. Right. And I find myself in those situations, too, where it's almost like you're having this moment with somebody, and you're like, this is going to come off fake but it's, it's not fake. So you try to like express how real it is. And yeah. I just projected on him when he was like, I know it was weird with the other thing and you didn't want to drink it. Yeah. And I don't blame you. But like, I didn't open this bottle because you're sitting down right now. And I thought if I did it in front of you, I was like, that feels like something I would see I for
2: me. It's like my inner monologue. It's like someone's so smart that they're like, all right, for those of you in the audience who are like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Here's the rules of how you're going to survive this asshole. For me, that's what I was taking. I was like, yeah. "Ooh, you're on, you're on to me in certain ways. You know what I'm thinking, which is you fucking poison the tea. You know wh- how can you get around this interaction? Because you're smart. Because you see a serial killer movie one or two in your lifetime, and it's like, how are these guys so genius about how they reel people in? So for him to just come out and say it, hey, I know you think I'm sketchy, and so I'm trying to think of ways to let you know that I'm not by." Doing these things right in front of you, like serving you this wine in front of you, uh, but then I started thinking about like, well, there's a million ways that you could have already get a this. needle inject yeah, the exactly cork. what I was thinking. Yeah, and when Plates she started the rim of the glass, when she started getting <laughs> tipsy, I'm like, okay, here it comes. Not thinking, no, dude, she's tipsy because she was just drinking wine.
1: I know, you know, that's what they're that's what they're aiming at here. Well, the best thing was she comes back and she uh, explores the house gets locked downstairs, discovers this one of the most poorly hidden secret doors ever. Oh, yeah. Which, honestly, I think ties into what that movie's really about, and it's a beautiful visual metaphor. But, you know, she pulls a rope that's ominously hanging out of a a glory hole in the wall. It's a hole in the wall. And she goes down, and there's the grimiest fucking sex dungeon ever. And I was like, oh, dude, I bought it. This dude's going to fucking kill her. And I felt, see, here's why I think the script is so good because they make you walk through the motion, even though it's not what's going to happen because him going down there, her following him, not answering. I was like, God, you're going to make me do this. Like, yeah. Like we've seen
2: this a million times. Like we know what's going on. Okay.
1: So were you kind of like removed from it? Like, Oh, I'm not interested. I couldn't give
2: two shits. I'm like, let's kill it. Let's kill her. And let's move on to the next person. Cause I felt like that's where the pacing was going. Yeah. I was like, you're just, you're setting us up for the next person so that we can be an anxiety Ville the whole time because we now know yeah. he's a killer he's gonna trap you he's gonna kill you please how are you gonna get out i you know there's movies like that i wish i could come up with the title in my mind but honestly it's been done before there's right? a lot of them and then uh yeah, robocop it, uh, yeah there we go or the movie you hated hush dances with wolves i mean you know nate yeah. name a few
1: <laughs>
0: avatar <laughs> oh go. Earth,
1: All of birth of a nation <laughs> <laughs> no and the thing is yeah, I knew there was a chance where you'd be like, "Okay, let's get through it." Yeah. Where I was kind of like, "Fuck, man, I like her. I don't want this to happen." And then when we take the descent turn, oh yeah, I was just like, "Oh, whoa, this movie's more genre than I thought." That
2: was, dude, what a turning point! Another secret and to door to hear it, because you know you you you've made fun of me from since the get go, since the beginning of our friendship. Like Justin, you're a voyeur yes <laughs> you'd always catch me looking around the audience yeah, binoculars
1: always, out the window yeah you know like right now
2: um <laughs> no but remember you used to make fun of me for sitting in the back of the theater and i told you it's because i liked i like to see people's i fucking hate expression it. so when i heard the gasps and the oh and all this, stuff, i'm like that's 100 what i'm feeling right now i am yeah like holy shit no way did this just happen yeah w- one thing turns to another y- you got cigar down there going There's somebody down here with us. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's you. You're down here with us. You know, something bit me. Show us the bite. They don't show the bite. Yeah. All things that I thought were stupid that end up making me stupid because I'm looking for something that's, that's written better than that. Yeah. You know, uh, you're going to, you're going to keep me going all the way up to the very last second. And honestly, even when I saw the creature, I was like, here's where he stands up and goes, you know, do you like my
1: beautiful wife or whatever (laughs) it's going to be? Nope, she just yeah murdered the fuck out of him. Smashes the pumpkin head. How? I mean, literally, they're doing the reverse of like that. She always goes up the stairs when she should be going out the front door, and we're just going deeper and deeper down, which is a silent hill thing that I love. Where it's like you know, humans we want to sleep in a tree. Like we always we sleep on the second story of a building. Uh It's just like something in our brain. We're like going below ground. It's kind of like the open area is now an enclosed one. So when you're kind of moving into a bad situation deeper and deeper underground, it just internally, you're like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, get out of there. Oh, yeah. The catacombs. But I bought into the romance. So I was at this point. I That's so interesting to me. I I wasn't. I just, Uh, I was sure. I'm like, dude, what is he doing down there? You didn't think
2: they had good chemistry. I thought (laughs) I was seeing a serial killer create chemistry like he had done a million times before to get to the end
0: result. Is that it or are you just against interracial relationships? I'm
2: against serial <laughs> killers luring innocent people to their dooms. I don't know I don't know how to answer that. I them. actually
1: you know what I might Boring. I think I f- fetishize interracial relationships and sure. I think
0: uh, There's a community out there. you know if George we Steven.
2: if we want to go down the rabbit hole with it maybe part of it was me being like no this white dude is evil. <laughs> I mean honestly I mean I don't know where where my head's going. Hey, what if what if freudian you know, uh, Dude. I'm thinking this white guy's out to get this black girl. It's a popular trope right now. Why wouldn't it just pop in my head? All serial killers are white. I serious, you know, Yeah, yeah. and things like that. Um, shoot, I lost my, my, my train of thought because I, oh, I also told Clark in the theater, they did a bait and switch psycho style where they took the, the only person I recognized as a star
1: in the movie mm-hmm. and took him out out of nowhere. And I went, but that's the star of yeah. the movie. Well, I love that. I <clears throat> you, know, you know what's interesting about that is it's he was like the Tobin Bell in an indie horror uh-huh. where it's like who's the killer? Who's the killer? And then Tobin Bell shows up as like the repair guy <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, well, well that's ruined." <laughs> like you know like it doesn't even fucking matter. You're like, "It's him." Yeah. And I am referring to a, to a real movie and it's it so fucking stupid. But in here it's like, well they're Nicole Kidman the guy. And, <laughs> I know the movie you're talking about. And, you know, they bring out... Um, and Alec Baldwin
2: was in that movie, too.
1: You know, I, I think I was in love with bang, bang. Tess. But then I saw the true beauty of the film. A stunning six-foot-two naked woman barreling down the hall uh, in the style of Descent, which instantly... See,
2: I thought it was record. Oh, okay. Yeah. If, you, if you put those two side by side, i tell you they are very, very similar in an insane way.
1: Yeah, I you know I felt descent just because we we're like underground and it felt like um, the I thing mean, with recording You're a building, you know what I mean. Like you're up top. Records in a
2: building, but if you look at the the body and everything of the of the the female form and what they decided to like accentuate, yeah. and do everything else with it. Um, look at the record. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, person. I forget. It's not a creature. It's yeah. a human being. That's just gone through a lot. And there well, is, I believe
1: it was the result of like black magic. In the that movie, the right? long
2: string. No. Yeah. Oh, they took it there further in the, in record. Yeah. Further in, in the, um, whatchamacallit. Well, are we talking in about the franchise? And no, no, I'm, I'm talking about the Spanish one. Okay. They, yeah. Record. They, they yeah. took it into a supernatural realm in the rest of the franchise. But in the original one, uh, you just see that this, this, young girl had gone through a bunch of exorcism essentially tortured by the yeah yeah and that's what had turned her into that creature not the actual devil but the church had done it which is why it was very impactful and, and why the franchise was kind of ruined for me when they're like um what do we do with the sequel i don't know make it a real devil and it sucked it yeah. sure oh yeah and two
1: yeah. Well, see, I think that was there in one where the whole zombie outbreak was like the result of like black magic or something. They just didn't like build on it at it's, all. Um, it's uh what do you call it? Uh, possession. Demonic, oh, yeah. But, no, yeah. Yeah, but possession. Two, two gets crazy. Two is whack. Honestly, I, uh, we watched part three. Three was fun. Three. I never saw four. I wouldn't watch three because they abandoned the found footage. Is three trend. the wedding? Yeah. Three's the wedding. is on the ship? But Yes. I didn't see the ship. I saw three at the Alamo, as, and uh, at the time, Mike Keegan was the program director, and he was like, "Dude, just you got to watch it." Yeah, and I did, and they did such a good job of handing that narrative over. Oh like, yeah, like they even talked about cinema verite. They had a whole discussion on abandoning that abandoning that format. Yeah. Man, great franchise.
0: Also, never watched four
1: <laughs> because I heard it was fucking terrible. Okay, terrifying. I, 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 got I it get something. back on. All
0: right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know we got Scar's Guard. Yep. Boom. Also, pretty good pretty good effects here. Oh yeah. I, I have a very solid I think in terms of a head smash. That's what I wanted a head smash. I enjoyed that. Then, yeah, done in the best way too. That, well, fuck that. I like the location. I thought the, oh, the set location? they were in. Sure. Dude. Oh yeah. It's great. Everything yeah, you know. Um <laughs> where did they film this? In uh Hell. No, oh, in man. um Caves. Tunnels. serbia <laughs> I don't know. Uh, bosnia? It, No. bosnia it was a b1
1: i can't bulgaria remember. bulgaria yeah bulgaria that's you were it. getting there detroit it was a
0: complicated road map you were drawing have but. you guys
2: ever been to detroit well you know no,
0: detroit is the bosnia of america uh,
2: i'll tell you what i've been there twice and those neighborhoods are no joke and that's the real shit right
0: there oh yeah also you could buy those houses for 10 u.s when countries. i came home
2: Still? i told my parents uh, I felt like it was like ghost town and post-apocalyptic movies. Like there was no way to describe it other than the show photos and say, this is a whole neighborhood. This isn't just like two blocks. Yeah. Um, all overgrown, all like, you know, whatever. So when I saw it in the movie, I'm like, dear Lord, do people not, do people think that this is like embellishing on that? Or do they know that Detroit, a lot of places in Detroit look like, that? tell you, they're just, it's, sad. it's not the only place, but you know, it's great for film. Them.
0: Well yeah, that's no, sure. this thing, man. they am the- kinda surprised.
2: Why would you go all the way to, to Bosnia, you said? Is it Bosnia? No. Well what was You're it? Just joking? I get you. No. Bulgaria. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't um, really need to go there. You
1: could have gone to Detroit and done it. Money. Text, tax breaks. No right? unions. Even in Detroit, I feel dude. like they would have yeah, paid. Dude, you to be that's there. why people move state to state around here. Like, that's why they do a lot of shit in um, uh, New Orleans, because it's all fucking tax breaks. And-
0: also, dude, it's also, yeah, labor, Georgia, all, labor, all that shit. Like, th- all right, so think about the salmon fishing in the United States. So, in Alaska, salmon fishers, they get the salmon, mm-hmm. they ship it to Russia, Russia cleans the fucking fish, fillets it, sends it back to the U.S. to sell weird instead of doing it all here and it's way cheaper to do it that way yeah. amazing um
1: you know i feel like uh it's i read about weird. fishing
0: for about i was twice. gonna ask and i'm
1: like maybe i don't want to <laughs> i got I deadliest really, cat i got really interested. all right so i know i know we're kind of lagging here with this movie but oh. i have a theory that i wanted to pitch and um clark had i think he had discovered why the movie was called barbarian did do you have an idea of why it was called barbarian
2: at the end of it? I mean when I walked up to Clark I said men, men are the devil obviously trust no man uh men are the worst Well see that
1: falls apart with the uh with Scar'sguard because he wasn't a bad guy He was a sweetie Was he? Yeah. He was a sweetie. I mean, okay. How was he not a sweetie? Did you guys not stay till after
2: the credits roll? <laughs> oh bro. <laughs> when he when he's in the in the gutter and he hands that kid a balloon and <laughs> <laughs> the paper boat? Oh, you guys you know this is a prequel. It's, it's okay. a flyer this to is, his this show. This is the Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh barbarian yeah i don't know i i saw it as just men trying to get what men want in different ways it played kind of like a uh anthology to me yeah. you know yep i agree with that where there was sections and each section was another version of like here's a dude trying to get what he wants you
1: know okay before before we do that we got to talk about my favorite part which is uh the great horror actor justin long who i uh honestly god he's just the dude you love to hate as creepers he was fine because you know new role yeah new film uh that was just an interesting movie but then from then on he's just like a villain and it's fucking i i loved him in this movie he's great dude fucking fantastic can we talk about his
0: intro real quick when this happened i i tried to look over to justin because i know (laughs) that we share a mutual love and respect for the great recording artist known as Yes, and so when uh, when, when that yeah, song oh, came Ricky Tiki, on, when comes r- on, when Ricky Ticky, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I got very, I, got, I was very excited. Yeah, I um, Ricky that's Tiki a Tiki random Tiki. song to pick Mon out of the Kung thing too. Yeah,
1: there has to be something there. Okay, so I'll tell you guys between that yeah. song and well, he had to
2: go and kill the snakes himself. I was gonna say, I mean, it's the story of Ricky Ticky Timbo, right? Timbo.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, but Justin Long didn't. He didn't, like, weed out the devil in this story. Well, the, well, oh, the devil a, is himself. There's a
2: snake and a mongoose, and they're, they're yeah. going into it for battle. Is, is, the, is the mongoose not protecting eggs or something? I, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't even jump into this conversation without knowing my facts.
0: Well, you got, yeah, the mongoose and then Dar-Z. Who's Dar-Z? My z <laughs> My dad used See? to you about Rikki-Tikki-Tavi. I used time. to know the little song and everything, and then I can't. Rikki-Tikki-Tavi, mongoose is gone. Oh my god, okay. So I feel Good. like you guys were building... Here, let me let me tell you what I think. Believe me, I about. was trying to break down the song thinking about, okay, what does this have to do with the third act? Because I knew... I Yeah, you don't just play that song to play no. that
2: song. It's a very... Especially with Donovan and stuff, he's got all these radio hits that everyone would know.
0: I wouldn't necessarily call Ricky Tiki Tavy a deep cut of Donovan. Really? I... I, when I heard it, I was like, "That's the one." It's on. The, I mean, well, you know what? That's Atlantis. What, that's what
2: leads me. I uh, Atlantis, but uh, Stephen King used that one for Hearts in Atlantis. And well, also, you? Um, you know, Goodfellas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I, Shinebox. you know, again, n- nerd knowledge, right? Certain things pop up, and you start thinking about why. While the rest of the audience is like, "Oh, what a weird song!" And the rest of us are going, "Ooh, what
1: is this saying to me right now?" It didn't land with me. I didn't no? know it.
0: Yeah. So I pulled it up on Wikipedia go... so
1: Clark could read the plot of, there we of, go. of the song. <laughs> yeah. Scroll down. So the thing is, Clark came up after, and I'm like, I said about to talk about it. One of my favorite things was to ask people, "Why do you think it's called by Barbarian?" Because I had no idea, really. And Clark, uh, w- what was your uh, very astute answer? Uh, the house is on Barbary Street. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I missed it. It really was on Barbary Street. Yeah. So here's the thing. Does that, does that change anything for you? Uh, no, it makes me start thinking
2: about the possibilities so, okay. of why. I mean, can it? I, I can't
1: just think that it was a coincidence. So just a brief outline of the story, right? I'm going to build my theory here. And I think the movie was about Hollywood. And oh. I think it's about industry and generational kind of like torment. So we open up with two people who are kind of like just new to uh-huh. the whole thing, but they end up in an Airbnb and they're there and they're meeting each other and they're kind of weary. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh no, no, we're, we're both in the same boat. Like we're both here for the same thing. We want to get in. Yeah. Then we're introduced to like industry people. I, I think she's a little bit removed. The, the interview lady. Yeah. But the second round of people with Justin Long, he owns the house, right? So he has a different relationship, but also he's an actor in a tv show right so he comes back now one of the best moments of the fucking movie is when he goes back there because he's having legal troubles he's gotten me too his career is collapsing before his eyes and he's going to the house to reassess it and try and make some money off of it so when he discovers that there is hundreds of square footage of dungeon below it he is uh excited Which feels so, it's just the uh, the arms of the thing. (laughs)
2: It's like lightning. No, I know. You're looking around (laughs) like, what, is there a dungeon
1: here? No, Creepy Clark's not coming out. But he's looking around, and he has a different, he sees the value in it. Yeah, He doesn't see the torment. No. He doesn't see any of the the horrors that happen. He's just like, there's opportunity. He sees right...
2: Like it's not there. It's not something that is believable by him. It's not something that is real in front of him because he is literally in tunnel vision with what can I get from this? Yeah,
1: he's trying to be like, I am underwater here. Yeah. And I need and nothing else matters. So when he falls into the horrors that he does, and also One of the other best parts of the movie is when he's forced to suck on a nipple. One of Clark's favorite things to occur in a horror film. I love it. I believe we just watched uh, Night of the Demon. Favorite things to occur in life. Which, I don't know if you remember this, Justin. When we saw Night of the Demon in the movie theater, do you remember a like mouth-on-nipple
0: scene where a dude- I I don't. Straight up titty-sucking. Really? Hell yeah.
1: Directed by a dude who had only made porn prior to that movie. That's funny, because I've watched it twice. I don't remember that at all. Oh, maybe
2: it was cut out. Dog. Oh, I, the, the, the copy I have is part of a box set that went out of print in like the nineties. Mm-hmm. And it's cause I had to own a copy as soon as Kai screened it. I was like, I must have this went on the rampage and it was nowhere to be found. I saw one copy for like $200. I'm oh, like, well, that's fuck. not going to happen. No. And then there was a eight movie in one box thing. And that's the one I have. Yeah. I, I bet
1: you it probably is a different if, cut. If it's like a Canadian release, they might've cut it. Out. I bet you it's a different cut. Yeah. Did it have the dick in there? Oh Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there's no uh, mouth on dick, <laughs> so it's a little Let bit Let me different. tell you Titties weren't that right. No, but it was you know? jarring as fuck seeing a dude, like, no cut, yeah. just put his mouth on a boob and it move around in him. On like,
2: a gross, dirty boob,
1: too. Well, in the back of a van, I know. But yep, 70s. Hey, blues. I mean, we just went to the movie theater and saw another dude put his mouth on a boob and it was a gross, dirty boob. Actually, old... Ladies' nudity is coming back because have you watched X yet? No, you got to watch it. I will be because we're going to go see the, the pearl sequel on Thursday
2: of the trilogy that, this, I heard, that I heard is coming out. When's that like, this
1: week when this episode Something airs? like it'll that. be Pearl. Oh, all right, y'all have fun. You love a Pearl necklace. You'll pearl is pretty good. No, so okay, back to my, uh, my building of this, uh, my theory. All right, I think Justin Long finding uh, the true owner of the home. Who we get the you know honestly if I have one complaint with the film here we go it's the flashback that we get of like the real owner who is,
0: the Richard Brake character
1: yeah who's living in like the David Lynchian kind of perfect like fifties world sure and uh, he's a, a voyeur like Justin mentioned earlier who is stalking women <laughs> thank and- you I love <laughs> the comparison's great well I mean you have he's a mechanic <laughs> So tall man. dude tall. goals tall. goals mm. so confident <laughs> he has a bit of a southern drawl to his dude, voice so his whole backstory of him like it was subtle enough for me just going to her house he didn't do anything to her but you knew he was going to i uh, i thought that
2: was brilliantly written again it's, I, it's one of those like your mind will take you in crazy places oh, yeah, if yeah. they lit you you don't have to do much and he did everything oh. to line it all
0: up that was so great yeah, I just yeah, I I, so. the
1: flashback thing didn't. I didn't love it. I mean, I I think I did love this movie though. So if I was gonna be like hair splitting, I I don't know. I no, love that. I I
0: get what you you're saying. Yeah. I, um, I think maybe we start the movie there. Are you just saying it wouldn't have worked as well? But look, man, if you're gonna do a little exposition, Uh-oh. that's yeah. the way to do it. Exactly, and it was visual exposition. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and also it gives us a little bit of extra. Tri- yeah. Well, you need it. And again, for because th- him showing up at the house and and then having you know the exterminator well, suit or whatever, what the house is now, it's you get.
1: And here's why I think it's about Hollywood, because I think he represents like golden era studio era, right? Where it's like a factory, and it's a well oiled machine. Yeah. Then we move RKO, in, bro. Well, then we get into like you know this is kind of when you get uh, Tarantino talking about hanging out with Weinstein, and he's like, you know. He's a dude, and there were rumors, but I never saw it. I feel like that's Justin Long in this movie, who's like, I'm part of this industry. I choose not to see it. I walk right by that sex dungeon, and I just look at the value here, and when I stumble upon the dude in his deathbed with a full catalog of films of girls he's tortured, and they even had the, like, it reminded me of Taxidermia, where there's, like, the, the beach mural on the wall. Like, he's living in his fantasy room, but his fantasy room is, you know, the nightmares of all these women he's killed. And, well, maybe not killed. We don't know. Raised, bred with. We don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, we do know that he had one offspring. We know one. We know one. And I think she is kind of like, um, you know, your Hollywood actress who sees a new girl coming in. And is trying to save her, but it's so incestuous and fucked up, like the career she's had, that when she's forcing, like forced nipple feeding somebody, she just does, it's, you know, she's caring for them. And the thing that really made this land for me was the beautiful scene with Justin Long on the, the, what was that, a water tower? Where he was up top? Yes, it's a water tower. Because instantly you think... The interaction with the old guy who started all this. Yeah. He went, he heard police are coming. Everything's going to end. And I think he thought his reputation was ruined. So he's like, I'm going to kill myself. No, 100%. But Justin Long didn't because he's like, that's, that was that guy's fault. I'm a part of this and I own that building, but that's, I didn't do that. But it's like, dude, I feel like you're kind of peeing a pod here. Like it, given the chance you would have gone down that road. Well, Yeah. Again,
0: and uh, how we were introduced to his character. Every it's an onion. Oh yeah, and everything was so layered out. My favorite scene in the movie is the bar scene. Oh, where did he calls go- he calls his friend. Oh yeah, and then his friends are like, yo, real. T- that it's was like, just bro, such a bro, natural a thing, talk, But well, the way it was filmed, we never get to oh, see his buddy's face. Oh, the film. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. That was so good. Yep. Best scene in the movie. Yeah. Over the shoulder. So it's good. Just, it's Justin Long. It's like intimate. We're in it. It's a full bar. It's a busy
1: night. It's loud. Well, then what follows up with that is him drunk calling the girl and trying to make amends. Oh. And it felt ugly. But honestly, I was like, ah, maybe he didn't mean to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe he's not so bad. And the shit was kind of yeah. shitty. And then we we get to that water tower. and looking death in the eye the old man shot himself in the mouth yeah so i thought oh he's gonna fucking jump and i'm gonna cheer for it and no he did the only thing which i couldn't even imagine that was worse also you know if i'm gonna split hairs that was a terrible idea in no way should that have worked Why? But, he, but he so what he does is he throws Tess off the tower and yeah. he's like, you're the sacrificial lamb. Our Metaphor- protagonist of me- the film. Metaphorically, it works. But in the moment, if I'm like, there's a dude here who's going to kill me, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is throw Clark off the balcony so that the dude tries to jump in. I think
2: okay. they try to sell it with his whole statement of, here's your baby. Yeah, so yeah.
0: 100%. Because you're not a parent, dude. Okay. <laughs> me wow. and Justin, wow. you know, we've, we've been out there. We spread our seeds, son. <laughs> All right. Strong and me seeds. as a parent. I know. Yeah, him, I jumped after I jumped after my babies. Justin in a
1: uh consenting long-term relationship, you in a turkey baster. Spreading it's similar. My shit, in the way. I can't help it. I uh, you know, uh, if you listened to uh this show two hundred and fifty episodes ago, you'd know how much Justin hated hush and it's just funny that it was based in detroit like there's so many parallels here did i hate
0: hush what are we no, talking about no no he did god damn it you're talking about don't breathe don't breathe okay Hup i was like mate. hush i
1: liked hush a lot sorry Ugh. i didn't like hush you mean don't bother you know <laughs> thank you yeah because it's a24 okay so randy it's funny because you said turkey based and i'm like in hush what the no, hell no. are you talking randy about? all right randy you're gonna have to go back every time i say hush in the past four hours we've been recording Uh, just put, um, uh, what was it called? Don't Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Randy, here, I'll give you a clip. Don't breathe. Just lay that over all of it. (laughs) Don't breathe, Randy. (laughs) Don't even breathe, Randy. No, so, I don't know. Was I the only one? I didn't think he was going to push her. Did you guys think? Oh, no. I, uh, yeah, I definitely thought he was going to push her
2: you did he, he so he had already had a few different um drop the gun m- moments to redeem himself yeah. and he was oh. failing again and again and again again just showing i mean what is the message here that <laughs> we, we we don't change our stripes as individuals right. or what because, it, you okay know. here's the thing I'm gonna, i mean he he tricked me and again i i know i've sound like a broken record in like in how smart some of these things were written but it's it's when you can when you're tricking someone who's really working hard and trying not to be tricked mm-hmm. and usually comes out of a theater being like, I saw all that coming, not for ego, but just because you can't help yourself, but see it coming. I, I honestly, when he did the speech of maybe I'm a good person who just did a bad thing, Dude, but I'm you got to set up that up though,
1: because he's over there with the homeless guy who's yes. the only really, he's another good guy male yeah in the movie i i don't think they were trying to tri- Oh, you know what i well maybe i fell for that too. The what, harbinger. Do we, what do we
2: know other than the fact that he's a homeless person who was asked that this well, lady yeah, not I the love, house?
1: just i
0: felt like i who had a comedic demise yeah i was in yeah. sync
1: with him he's like what he's never come down here in the 40 years i've been here or something yeah and then bam <laughs> through the wall <laughs> yeah he's never
2: been she's never been in this motherfucker Cue uh, the crazy person. Well,
1: you know what? I keep saying he. They I'm, made I'm me sorry. Chuckle. I'm so sorry, you beautiful lady. I don't mean to misgender you. And honestly, one of my favorite things about this It's probably because it's
2: played by a male. Is that what's- Is it? Messing yeah. with you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no- Well, here's the thing. Oh, that's the best- That's some of the best way to really
1: like F with I had brand. no idea. But I love that the slasher, like if we were going to call this a slasher, like the monster character- Yeah. Was like a female. Yeah. Like just fully and brutally like- I don't know. It's kind of like the most raw form. I like- I loved it. Uh, I mean,
2: it, I I don't know. I really really loved it because the one the jugs person
1: with jugs. <laughs> apparently, I don't know. <laughs> you are like the tatas? <laughs> okay. You're like I came hungry. I didn't know there was gonna be a buffet of
0: melons on the plate. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> so please tell me you haven't missed this at all. It hasn't changed me. me.
1: That's why I hugged him four times when he came in. The thing was that... It was a dude. (laughs) 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 The... This, this female character
2: in the movie is the only thing trying to protect this woman yeah. that actually loves her and would lay down her life to protect her yeah. and not the police or anyone else in the entire film is willing to do anything even remotely close to that. Um, and yet, it's the thing she's trying to get away from the most because...
1: Appearance? I, I mean, it's, it's stu- superficial. There's so much going on there. I mean, it gets... Well, she, it's her, heavy. Her, love, her love is distorted. It's heavy. It's not a normal, healthy. No, love. no,
0: absolutely not. No. Who are you talking about? The the scary lady. You know why? But here's why. Drama. No.
1: <laughs> Inbreeding.
0: Yes. <laughs> which yields which yields this statement, and Justin knows this to be true. Babies love babies. All right. And that person was a baby, and she viewed um, the other girl as a baby. An industry baby. Babies for sure. love babies. Yeah. Babies love babies.
1: Yeah. It totally felt like. Um, not grooming. It's like her doll. But it's kinda like, hey, you're coming into a fucked up situation. Hang out with me and I'll take care of you. Yeah. Actually
0: it makes sense for even the cage. Like stay down there. And the like, breast you're safe. Also, I love the Easter egg with the breastfeeding thing. Oh yeah. It's all oh, it's, yeah. It's very good. Man, the script the script and the casting, top notch. Yeah, that's perfect. Top notch um it really is i mean you know one of the few things what's the 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 rapist
2: dad what's his name
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, richard break
2: he's great he's so good in fact that when i've come out of all of the uh rob Zombie movies that are lame yeah he's the best part of them yeah because he really really dedicates himself to being these characters uh and as soon as you see him he just kind of pulls it off and i've seen him at conventions and he's super like smiley and interacting with everybody and very fun and that's sometimes that's the only way i can tell like are you a good actor i mean is Uh this just how you are all the time with him no he's just a really good at playing this type of role and um his demeanor and everything else i dude when he popped up on screen well
0: that's uh, the other thing and i think that that's what makes character actors character actors is physicality has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because, you know, if you've got a weird, you know, that guy does not have a leading man body type. <laughs> or no. face. You the know? Bone structure. Exactly. Yeah. But what he does have is a memorable face. Oh, yeah.
2: He's like the drunk in an old Wild West film. Yeah. He looks and like also, guy.
0: And also, he's got a voice that goes along with that body type. yeah. Yes. yes. Very deep and measured.
1: <laughs> I love deep. that your
2: voice cracked He's <laughs> very deep. So very he's going deep. through puberty. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So what, do you guys think I'm like huffing paint or something with that theory? I have no idea. Which one? Idea. The, the industry, industry one? one? Yeah.
2: Uh no, because I mean it's all in the experience well they're all tied to the industry too this conversation as a whole is like the kind of shit that I try to tell people at work when when they're trying to explain to me because the first thing they jump to is like I don't like slashers and seeing people get murdered and I go if that's all you've ever seen that's really weird because there's a lot going on here that we can really jump into and so if that was your experience you know I came out of there thinking um, you know this was just (laughs) one example after the next of how insanely one-sided a lot of our society is in terms of like male dominance and the things that are expected, uh, immediately. And I felt duped over and over again. Like it was bait and switch over and over again where I came out like, Oh my God, I, I, wanted to think one guy automatically was a terrible human being who was trying to yeah. like yep. kill and murder someone. I wanted to think the next guy had been me too in an unfair way <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I liked his personality when he came up on screen. And what does it say? That's terrible to feel. Yeah. And I also align it with uh, the fact with the whole Johnny Depp shit it was so fresh in my mind. I'm like, it it can happen. These things can happen oh, where someone's sure. so wrongfully accused. But then again, it's like, psych, got you, Justin. It's like, oh shit, I don't know what to believe anymore. Who do I believe in? And then, where, where is my head at? Am I now in some weird small way experiencing what she experiences every day? Every time you meet a guy, do you have to wonder what is his motive what the hell is going on here will one guy kill you and the next guy be a nice guy or, or or are they all out for something and i swear to god i mean i know i'm going down the rabbit hole but that's where my brain went right down the rabbit hole with it i was like there's so much in this movie that's going on that i'm going to be thinking about this for a while and i went to work and told everybody about it and they thought i was batshit crazy like you're disgusting justin leave me alone like, no right?
1: you know you, the movie that did the uh i am a pretty girl and this is the worst thing that could happen to me is uh, all the boys love Mandy Lane? Where it turned every male in that movie into a villain. I, dude, I that totally worked with me. See, and I hated that movie. I know you did. I was. I think you got hung up on the twist. Again, I, we're not spoiling that movie, but whatever. Um, <laughs> no twist closing thing. <laughs> yes, because it came up a couple times. Uh, that police interaction with her. Yes, I couldn't have loved that more. That was because perfect. In, in modern times, you want to see that there is like a a black lady looking for help and the police are rejecting her yet you know if you're out there i mean here's the thing i um one degree removed knew a police officer out here in san francisco he was a single dude white guy who would uh work out here complain about everything going on out here fly to vegas gamble all weekend come back and wow. he again this second hand i'm again fucking not a whatever he um allegedly
0: <laughs> Allegedly,
1: he uh, I love that. would talk. He told a story about one day he was about to get off. It was five minutes past his shift. Right. And we've all been there where you look and you're like, oh, I'm done. And a girl ran up to his car, slammed against the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was by the projects and she looked like uh, she was covered in blood. Oh. And she was like, you need to get out here. You need to do something. This motherfucker. And he said he looked at her looked back at the time and just said, I'm off and drove away. And it's, you know, there's, there's a lot going on there because I know one, the people that try to get these jobs, it's usually a power thing, but there are people who feel they want to make an impact and actually do good. Then there's like the working class element where it's like, I just think you need to be like actively cycled in and out of that job. Because if you're doing that every day, oh yeah, I don't care who you are. At some point, you're going to see a girl who's like, I was abducted and locked in a garage, and uh, all my shits in there. And she looks like she's been living on the street, and it looks like she's like been shooting up fentanyl. Yeah, and you're just going to be like, no, and it'll be like, no, no, you have to take me. I'm, you know, the thing that they didn't do, which I thought would have really been a too fine of a point was if they had uh, mentioned how articulate she was. She did. And do you remember when Obama was president? There was a, uh, a slander, that a slur that people used where they were like, oh, he's so articulate. And it's like, that's the most fucking bigoted thing you could say just that a black guy is like very well-spoken Oh, and it's kind of (laughs) like it was going over my head for a second no no yeah it's like why because it's condescending to imply that they shouldn't be or that it's irregular so i was waiting for them to do it they didn't and i'm like oh actually they're kind of uh shucking everything like the officer she's talking to is a black dude and they go to the house they follow up with her and they're like they look at it the key things down but there's no key like somebody oh i love that part and they're just like the only crime I've seen is you trying exactly. to break into this house. And, and it's like you look around the neighborhood and I'm like, fuck, man. If I was in their shoes, I probably would have left her too. I mean, also it plays out on the fact that they,
2: their heads are somewhere else because they're dealing with some insane shit oh, in, in the, the middle time. of the worst yeah. part of Detroit. They're in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't shaky for them <laughs> yeah. because they've seen way crazier right in front of them. And they're waiting for that call to come through that takes them to that other total awful place that they're going to see some awful things happen. And
0: their football team is terrible. Oh,
2: is that true?
0: The Lions are awful. I just... Man, just like Kiss. I love... I, oh my god.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I better hear you I just That's the nuance I want in film. And the fact that you could walk away from that and be like, they're fucking terrible people, but also understand... Uh, I told Ruby uh, that it was like one of the most realistic
2: depictions of Cops being like, fuck off and leave me alone. I have real work to do kind of thing. Uh, Some people have this. some people haven't. And I was wondering, actually, I wish I could talk to like a normal person and say, have you ever had an experience like that with a police officer? (laughs) Because I, I wonder if people are sitting there going, that wouldn't happen. I know a cop, and he would go in there, and it's like, yeah, no, you probably you might have be friends with the guy who's very heroic and and you know really new to the game. I have a friend who's a cop. I get shit on all the time for telling people I have a friend who's a cop. And I'll tell you what, he signed on it's to save food. the world. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you what, anyone that's that's worked in the service industry in any way, you go in, you're like, this isn't so bad. Yeah. These people are good. I'm making friends here a month down the road. Time, like, yeah. Fuck people. <laughs> yeah, fuck their food. I swear to God, I'd spit on their face yeah. if, if they, you know, say anything else to me. Um, we have a, a way of of letting the world, you know, we going to change the world, but the world changes us first kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, not to sugarcoat the situation, but that's what I was seeing on screen. Like, you know, Detroit cops in the middle of like the worst part, part of Detroit. This again was written so smart because this is not a, a stretch of the imagination. They, They are legitimately checking off boxes of what they should have done. Like, yes, we put her in the car. Yes, (laughs) we took her to the place. It's a very nice home that she could not get into or prove that she had any kind of reason to be inside the home. Um, Once she got belligerent and cursed at us, we left the
1: situation after receiving a call of a shooting. Yeah, it's like, bye, bitch. Like, how does that not play out completely real? But if you're like a casual horror fan, you're not doing anything but screaming at the screen. going you motherfuckers kick that door down it's just like don't open the door don't go down you know maybe also it's because
2: people have seen too much pop culture police interaction oh yeah where it's like there's someone in trouble. They smash out the window and they jump oh, in there yeah. and they save the day. And it's like, yo, in the real world, there's no. protocol for everything. And if they don't, if you don't watch yourself,
1: you're in deep shit. Well, oh. you got to follow proto. And the flip <laughs> side to that is when you're square like me in high school and you don't do anything bad and you're out <laughs> skating at like midnight and then a board cop pulls up oh. and makes you sit on the curb handcuffed while he searches yeah. for drugs that you've never even thought of doing in Dude, your I have
2: that same story. And right? I'm like,
1: dude, I've never done anything wrong. Ever. I Yo, was a, like, cop <laughs>
2: bro- a cop broke my board one time on the sidewalk. Oh, dude, Aww. I've been in situations. He put it upside down on the curb and stomped it right through the center. I was like, you
1: bastard. For no, yeah.
2: This yeah. is going to do really good for relations between skaters and cops. Was, going it, forward.
0: was it a sick board?
1: It was uh, Pal Peralta. I'll be dumb. Um, um, a cop threw a board of one of my buddies out here when we were skating through Coma, the graveyards. Yeah. And he said, you're disrespecting the dead. And we're like, oh, oh wow. how? we're on the street. What are you talking about? And he was like, oh, smart mouth. Fucking took a board, threw it out. It's Amazing. Yeah. So that happens too. I, you know, I've been there. Yeah. And I was the fucking square. I was like, oh, please, I love you. I I've like heard me. that's been hip.
2: <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I mean, again, uh, one star, don't watch that. I was about to say. The, con- the consistency of this movie in terms of like, I don't know, the writing and where it took you. It just—it was all over the place in a way that I thought was great because there was chuckles and laughter at mm-hmm. certain things that kind of took you in a different direction, and it didn't stop. There wasn't a point in which it's like, ah, we're not going to do now. We're now we're playing it straight from here on out. Nope, kept on things kept on going. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know in a way that was batshit crazy, and it ended, I think, perfectly. All right. So, is it better than your previous favorite film of the year, The Invitation? Is it better than the invitation? <laughs> hmm. One was not worth my
2: time. Uh, I mean they have their audiences. I mean, I, did, I didn't I actually didn't hate the invitation. I actually call it modern Dracula, not the invitation.
0: How many stars? Would I give the out of <laughs> No barbers. Oh. The bubbers. Uh out of what five? We're doing five? We'll or go, four? We'll go Cinco.
2: What's Cinco? Five. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> No, dude. They, the Latino nice. speaks Spanish all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a C. <si? laughs> Muchas gracias. Um, God, it's a tough one. I'm going to go
0: four out of five. Oh, wow. My man. That's what I got. That's fair. What am I going to give it? Four and a hook. Ooh. Four and a
1: hook. I don't know. I don't really have any complaints with it. I loved it in the theater. You going five? I might. Oh my goodness. I really liked it. I really liked it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I feel good with four. Um, like I, I, don't, said, I
2: actually don't know why I'm going
0: four and not five, to be honest with you. I just yeah. feel like
1: if I give it five, then it's perfect. Ah fuck that. No, it's not perfect. It's just you had a, a great time with it. It's and, fun. You know what? Five. Okay. Yeah, you can't. I, I my, don't. my
2: theater experience of this film was 100% five stars. Yeah. There was no point at which I was like, F this. This is stupid. Oh, I'm you know, wasting my time. When I saw this at the
0: Alamo, yeah, um, the humble brag, dude, the guy next to me, the Alamo Draft House of San Francisco, at the Alamo Draft House, the New Mission, at the New Mission Theater. Thank you so much. uh, Rated the number one theater by Entertainment Weekly, (laughs) two thousand nineteen, and then the pandemic hit and they were shut down for two years. Oh, Uh, uh, the guy next to me, Justin. I'm not exaggerating. The what's the runtime? Like an hour fifty of this movie? Yeah, Uh, I felt like it was quick. Hour forty two. For solid hour 36, mm-hmm. this guy. Oh, I love like it. Like falling asleep or can't watch it? Can't watch it. And would, and would just look down at the ground. That's awesome. For so much of the movie. That is awesome. Well, I mean, you know, the
1: new out is the phone.
0: I don't know. I called him a pussy-ass bitch, and then I grabbed his head and made him watch <laughs> the screen. Him and, <laughs> and put it in your lap. We made out later. <laughs> All that's, right.
2: That's a good love story right there. Um...
0: Yeah, that's right. And it's a love story that didn't end with my head getting smashed like a watermelon. But did you breastfeed off the man later? You know I did. Uh, hell, that's what I'm talking about. Well, Coot, thank you so much for coming. Thanks uh, for having me. Despite me not knowing. Surprise. Yes, I've been planning your visit all day. I appreciate that. It um, was a nice charcuterie No, part man, came anytime. In. It's been too long. Um, and also, it was good to see its a movie. Yeah. And, uh, we should do it more. Good to be back. And uh, I'm glad. Yeah, it was a fun movie. It was, uh, and you were the perfect, you were perfect guy for the job today. So thank you very much,
2: Justin Long.
0: Justin yeah, Coot, we miss
1: like, i Maybe I'll make it more regular that I try and harass you randomly. To if
2: be like, you hey, ever yeah. don't have any guests and you're like, God, what loser just sitting there waiting for someone to call and come over? I am that loser. I am your loser. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. I'm all Please invite right, me places. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at The Overlook Theater, Instagram at The Overlook Theater. Facebook at The Overlook Hour and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Statt. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye.